In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So we have um, in our passage today a very familiar uh, parable that many of you probably heard sermons at least, you know, I don't know, at least 20 of these sermons over your life, maybe more. And um, if not, you've at least got to act it out in Sunday school class, right? You've got to be the birds, you've got to be the thorns, you've got to be the sower, you've got to be somebody, right? That's, that's um, a part of, of, this, of this parable. And one of the things that's hard about parables like this, especially when, when Jesus explains them, is that um, some, of the, some of the more subtle explanations or subtle um, takeaways get lost in, over, over maybe the most important part, right? Because um, sometimes, at least in application, um, and I've heard lots of times in preaching, and these are all these are all good and they're all okay, right? Is that, that we should be good soil, right? So when the sower comes and the word of God is sown, that that our soil of our heart is prepared to receive this seed, and we should we can grow a hundredfold and sixtyfold and thirtyfold. We don't want to be thorny soil. We don't want to be rocky soil. We don't want to be. We don't want to be hard-hearted. We want to. We want to be good, rich, fertile soil in our lives, and that's okay. Right. The other. The other part is that we are called to be good sowers, right? And where do we want to sow the seed? Seed costs a lot of money. We don't want to just throw it on the path. When we're talking about vestry type things, where do we want to sow our seed? We want to sow our seed where there's rich, fertile ground, because we have a limited number of resources, and we can't just throw it to the thorns, we can't throw it on the path, we can't throw it here, we've got to throw it in the good soil, and it will be 100-fold, 30-fold, 60-fold, right? So that's, the other, that's one of the other applications of this. Um, but, but it sort of misses the first important part about the kingdom of God is like a sower who goes out to sow. And in this case, God sowing the word is sowing. And when you're listening to it the first time, you're saying, this is a very smart sower. Right? He's just scattering seed willy-nilly. Right? Seed is, is life. Seed is money. Seed is is expensive, and it seems like this seller is just throwing seed, just scattering everywhere, um, not worrying about where it falls. Some falls on the hard path and the birds come and eat it up. Some falls where in the rocky soil where it doesn't develop depth of root and grows quickly but then withers. Some falls on thorny ground, it gets choked by thorns, and some falls in good soil. He who has ears, let him hear. And, and 
and for us as, as we as we listen to this this parable the first time um, if we're sort of an original listener you might have to hear it again anyway it's probably why they asked Jesus explain this parable to us because I got lost as soon as you said a sower went out and started throwing seed on paths because you know there's psalms right there's psalms that basically say we, we sow the fields with tears right because because they sow the fields with tears because they're hoping that the seed that's food for today might yield more food tomorrow. But I know I have food right now. But we're trusting that God will provide. So I sow the field with tears that we may reap with songs of joy that we trust God. And so this is... This is the reality of, of this, in that we know we're supposed to prepare the, the, the soil. Anybody who's ever done grass seed or gardens or anything knows you've got to do all sorts of work before you ever finally just throw the seed in, right? It's no different then. But this parable talks about a sower. Sowing the word of the kingdom of God. Generously. Over and over. And yes, some's going to fall on paths, and some's going to fall on rocks, and some is going to fall in the thorns, and some is going to fall on rich, fertile soil. And this is what the kingdom of God is like. We're about... In, this is like the first of all these little kingdom of God parables. We're going to be having kingdom of God parables for the next several weeks. The kingdom of God is like, the kingdom of God is like, the kingdom of God is like. It's like a mustard seed. It's like a treasure hidden in the field. It's like a great pearl. It's like this other field. This is the first of them. The kingdom of God is like a sower. You're just going out and sowing. And God's Generosity and God's grace and God's love is not reserved for those who are holy or worthy or better or right or of the house of Israel or of this or of that or of anything. The kingdom of God, the word, is coming to anyone who has ears and ears and will hear and will listen. The kingdom of God is scattered generously. The love and grace and power of God is just continuously given into the world. And in this case, specifically through the word made flesh Jesus, those who hear and receive this word bear fruit and multiply. And this is what the kingdom of God is like. It's given away liberally and generously to the world. And it's a powerful aspect that we need to begin with. This is who God is. Before we start moving on to the little subplots of this parable and, and making it more like a fable, 
um, of preparing our hearts or how we how we give the seed. In fact, if, there, if there's anything, it should be we who now are entrusted with the word of God are just scattering that the same way that God does. Right? Not just to the places where we think there's good soil. Because really it's not our problem. Right? If we share the word of God and it falls on rocky ground, that's not our problem. Why did I love that person? That person didn't even, didn't even value my love, right? Why did I, why was I generous with that person? Why was I graceful with that person? It doesn't matter, right? This is not, it's not your, you're not the judge. It's not your problem. In the way that God scatters the seed of the word liberally, so we too display the spirit that's now in us liberally as well. As Paul says, now you're changed. You're transformed. No longer do you have the spirit of the law in you. You have the spirit of God in you through Jesus Christ. Therefore, there's no condemnation in you. You've got the rich soil. Now you're like a dandelion, right? Just sort of like one of those little puffers. Just somebody just picks up and blows, and they scatter, and they fall all around. That's what you're supposed to be. Just be, I mean, that's a weed. I know it's not the right metaphor entirely. But in some ways, it's the perfect image, right, of who we're called to be. We're called to, to be continuous scatterers of the seed that's in our lives, of the seed that's blessed us because we who have ears have heard and know and we receive that spirit of God that's in us. We receive that generosity of God that's in us. We receive that life of God that's in us. And not only are we called to give praise for this new life, this new love, this new hope, now we're called to demonstrate and live out in that same way. And scatter the seeds of God's love to the world. What are the other, what are the other, I don't want to read it out of this. Hold on. Sorry. I'll be back. One of the, one of the, uh, one of the other readings that we could have read today um, sort of sort of plays on this, and it's also just a good a, another good image of, of of this this parable as a hope and a promise that God gave to Israel um, as they came back from exile, right? Um, and it's 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 in our when we do morning prayer. Um, we often say this canticle, or we can say this canticle, this canticle 10, the second song of Isaiah, but it comes from Israel sort of coming back from exile and, and uh, seeing that the neighborhood has changed, right? They weren't, the, the houses weren't the same, the neighbors weren't the same, or, you know, they tore the Aldis down, whatever happened, you know, all these things changed. Um, when they got back to, to Israel and, and in a town, they, they weren't the ruling class anymore. They had, you know, the Persians were in charge at this point. 
And so there's this hope and promise that God gives um, to, to Israel. Um, and the same sort of image takes place. It says, Seek the Lord while he wills to be found. Call upon him when he draws near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the evil one their thoughts, and let them turn to the Lord, and he will have compassion to our God, for he will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Here's the part that's very similar to today. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth that will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again but water the earth, especially the desert lands, bringing forth growth and life, seed for sowing, bread for eating, so is the word of God that comes. So is the word that falls upon the ground. The reality is, as well, even though the main part of this, this parable entirely is, is the generosity and grace of God who gives the word all. The reality is that most of us in our lives and at times, sometimes we are rocky and sometimes we're of just a path and sometimes we're thorny with concerns of wealth in the world and sometimes we're open to receive the joys that God continues to help that seed in us. And praise God for all of us here that it's found that fertile soil at one time or another. That fertile soil where the Spirit has indeed imparted us and rain and snow, snow doesn't return, but gives forth life and growth. Seed for sowing, bread for eating. So we call not just to return it, not just to celebrate and praise God for it, but indeed, to be sowers of that seed as well. Because indeed, God's word doesn't return empty. When that seed gets scattered, scattered God's purposes are at work in the world. And may we live in that spirit of God and into this new kingdom. It's been open for us as well.